if we don't change our direction, we're likely to end up where we're headed. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Happy Thursday to you. Today's featured speaker is Werner Erhard. We're going all the way back to the 1970s. And whenever I listen to Werner's talks, I have to listen to him maybe four or five times before I can even begin to understand what the hell he is talking about. So I hope you get this one. And I really, really like this clip because he's talking about something really important. He's talking about, and actually I think, Either Tony Robbins or John Demartini, they, they said one of them, maybe it was both of them that said this, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. This is something that's come up a lot in my reading recently, questions, the quality of those questions. What are you asking yourself? Because a lot of times we're looking for answers. We're looking for beliefs. We want to believe in something. But what happens is when we think we found answers, or when we have a belief, what happens is we fill up our cups and we don't allow any room for anything else to come in. And what happens is we get stuck in a certain way of thinking. We get stuck in a position and then we have to continually prove ourselves right and prove somebody else wrong. And so what this talk is about is opening ourselves up to new opportunities. And when you open yourself up to new opportunities and kind of pour some, some of those beliefs and those answers out of your cups, that's when your life truly changes. And so uh, here's Warner. I'll see you on the backside. Tonight is not about answers. And our society is crazy for answers. Everybody knows that our problems would be solved if somebody came up with the answer. We listen for solutions. We look for solutions. We talk in solutions. We talk in answers. We're information crazy. It's kind of like being on a train. And the train is, you know, if you look out the window, you can see that the train is going someplace. It's got a destination. And uh, most people are not looking out the window. Most people are sitting in the sunlight streaming through the window of the train. And people begin to take a look out the window at where the train is going, and they're trying to say something about the train is not going to a good place. This train is headed in a bad place, or at least in a less than optimum place. And people begin to hear that the train is going in a bad place. And they're wise enough to pay attention to the old Chinese proverb that says, if we don't change our direction, we're likely to end up where we're headed. So I think that most of us are starting to wake up to the idea that if we don't change our direction, we're probably going to wind up where we're headed. But what are our, what are our options? Well, somebody comes along and says, look, We've got this dilemma, and you've got two choices. You can get on the left side of the train or the right side of the train. 
And I say that the right way to get this train, the right side of the train to be on to get this train to change its direction is the left side, and everybody ought to come over on the left side. And that's pretty much the way most people think. They take sides. Oh, me, I'm on this side. You, you're on that side. That's wrong. That isn't going to work. Come on over on my side. And we try the right side. And we keep trying the right side, and pretty soon we get the idea that this is not going to... Being on the right side did not get this train to change directions. So everybody moves over to the left side. And we try that for a number of years. And that doesn't get the, the train to change direction. We move back to the right side. And we've been doing that for quite a long time now. Going back and forth. Taking sides on one side or the other. Not really quite waking up to the fact that that hasn't changed the direction of the train. We're still going where we're headed. What we need is a way to get out in front of the train and lay a little new track. But you see, it's unthinkable to get out in front of the train. So people keep going from one side of the train to the other side of the train in the hopes that that's going to make some difference. Yet, if you're awake, you begin to see that it isn't making much difference. See, if somebody ran for office and they said, and I think this is the only honest thing anybody could say, I don't know the answer for sure. You and I would not vote for him or her. And he or she would be crazy because he or she would not be elected. But the truth is, we don't have the answers. Because if we had the answers, the likelihood is that one of those last 90 or 1,000 or 450,000 people that we voted into office on the strength of that they had the answer would have had the answer. And it's not likely that the last people who promised that they had the answer had the answer. You see, questions are actually a lot more empowering to human beings than answers. And I can show you why very simply. This is a little oversimplified, but it makes the point. Let's say the music stand is the answer. See, everybody now knows exactly where to focus their attention and in which direction to walk. I, for instance, know to focus my attention that way and to walk in this direction. But suppose, rather than having an answer, somebody opens up a question. And I have a commitment to living inside that question rather than to getting the answer. Suddenly, my attention is allowed to be free to take a look around myself, to see what the possibilities are, to see what's open, to see what I can't see to see what I haven't seen. And I'm free to explore and to move around and to check things out. And suddenly the world is opened up instead of closed down. So if that isn't a description of freedom, and freedom and if freedom doesn't have a lot to do with power, I don't know what I'm talking about. So answers don't empower people, even though you and I think that they do. 
And a society built on answers and built out of a commitment merely to answers is going to look like that. It's going to look like it's on rails headed towards a disaster. And it's going to look like fussing around inside the train for the answer about how to change direction. It's going to look like not being able to get out in front of the train laying some new track. So tonight is not about answers. It's about opening up a question. It's about creating a question. It's about the power of questions and the power of living your life inside of a question where you are committed to the question and not the answer. Can you see what happens when you live your life out of a commitment to a question? What happens is that you get lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of answers. When you're committed to an open question, when you're committed to the question, answers are all over the place. And you really have a choice about which answer you're working on at the moment. And you're never stuck with the answer that you've got because your commitment is not to find the answer. But your commitment is to living your life out of the question. That was Werner Earhart. And that clip comes from a YouTube video that you can find called Taking a Stand for the Future. Actually, it wasn't the 1970s. It was 1982. And uh, so check that one out. And I think that's pretty much it for me. Please leave a, a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it. Please rate the show, subscribe to the show, tell your friends about the show, all that fun stuff. And follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. Follow me on Facebook at Sean Croxton. And I will see you tomorrow for Finance Friday. Peace, y'all. Thank you.